I'm Bobby Navia. And I am Dorian Weinzimmer. Welcome back, everybody, to the couch. Yeah. Welcome, Dorian. Uh, thank you. What's up? Not much. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been quite it's a while. Been, it's been a while in a number of ways, actually. It's yes. been a while since we've done an episode, but it's also been an even more of a while mm-hmm. since we did an episode here in the position where we used to record before things got a little different yeah <laughs> things went a little awry <laughs> things got sideways for a minute there yeah in case you were unaware yeah um, but we're back we're back in in uh my place in our seat not a couch as we've yeah. uh, we've discussed on the on the couch before we don't actually sit on a couch while we're doing this no we, we used look to at a couch yeah we, yeah, used, we to, used to and there is yeah. a couch in our view right so we can see the couch um but we were in chairs uh against some nice uh, bay windows yeah i think it's we've I think we've uh, established our credibility as couch sitters. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, we do the stuff on the couch before we sit down to record. Yes, you know, right, exactly. All right. Well, today's episode, where uh, if this is the first time you're listening to the couch, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dorian and I review uh, movie trailers. Usually, uh, yeah. usually we re- re- we review movie trailers. If there is not a trailer that's really you know worth talking about, we'll talk about a movie, uh, you know, now that uh, the world is sort of opening up again, like theaters are open again. Dorian and I have been to the music box a few times. We might highlight something that we've seen there or watched there. But uh, for the most part, we will watch a two and a half minute trailer and then break that fucker down. Yeah, way down. Oh, way, yeah, <laughs> to the bone. No cartilage after <laughs> after we hit, you know, the space button to stop recording. Yeah, and... Sometimes the breakdown turns into a teardown, so yeah, <laughs> uh, it is what it is. But you know, we're just extrap- trying to extrapolate based on uh, the probably absurd number of movies that Bobby and I have both watched in our lives, uh, the number of trailers we've consumed, the mm-hmm. number of trailers we've we've watched, and then movies we've seen and seen the ways that marketing or current you know market. Uh, directions, you know, will will influence the way that a movie is presented to the audience, whether or not that's actually what it is in the film. So, right, yeah. we try to take some of this experience and, and knowledge, and hopefully insight that we have into these things, and bring it to bear on these trailers mm-hmm. to try to make predictions that are at least a little more educated as far as what do we think this movie is actually going to be. Yes, let's right. try to cut through some of the marketing <laughs> bullshit and some of the trailer trends and stuff like that that are you know so prevalent these days, um, and uh, you know. See what we can we can mine out of this thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. So today's trailer. I, I just I think we just need to get right into it. Yeah, it's definitely. It's so what it's what Mark would want. Yeah, Mark would want this. <laughs> uh, today's trailer is a trailer for a movie called Infinite, starring Mark Wahlberg and directed by Antoine Fuqua. Antoine Fuqua uh, famously directed Training Day. He's also done the Equalizer movies. Uh, Magnificent Seven remake. Olympus has fallen. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Shame on me. Yes, uh, Olympus yeah. has fallen. And uh, and shooter. Oh Mark yeah, Wahlberg. and shooter and yeah. with Mark Wahlberg. Yes, yeah. yes. So they've worked together once before. Um. So yeah. So I had sent Dorian uh, three trailers uh, this week to do, and this one just felt like like old times. Yeah. Kinda. You know. Um. And so uh uh. This trailer recently came out, and this movie recently made news because um, it's like the first big movie to go straight to Paramount Plus. It was like announced last week that it was going to go straight to Paramount Plus, and then at the beginning of this week, they dropped a trailer with the release date being June 10th, which is a, next like week. A week from so now. within yeah. two weeks, they announced where a movie's going. They released a trailer, and it's coming out. Yeah. So it's like. Holy shit. Yeah. And apparently also blindsiding the director and star yes, with this right. news as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pulling an HBO Max move. Yeah. With, yeah. with that stuff. Getting strong, strong HBO Max vibes here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. If you haven't watched the trailer, oh, excuse me. Um, pause now. Watch it uh, or not. <laughs> you know, if you'd like to just hear us describe it. Um but uh, let's get into it. Dorian, Yeah, what did you think of this trailer, sir? So do you remember in the 1990s when, like, after Pulp Fiction came out and just everybody was trying to be Pulp Fiction? Yes. And they just, and they weren't. Mm. They just, they were not. There was not even a single, like, w- remotely worthwhile <laughs> imitator. Yeah. You know, it's just, if you're not this guy, 
Like, he's doing this because this is what he envisions a movie to be. Right. You're doing it because you're trying to do what Tarantino did. And it's going to suck because that's, you know, not the way to approach that type of material. Yeah. Um, this Watching this trailer made me feel the same way about, like, Christopher Nolan movies now. Okay. Like, like this is just one of those, like, really bad. But, you know, whereas in the 90s, the stuff that was trying to be, you know, Tarantino-esque was, like, modestly budgeted or mm-hmm. low budgeted kind of like crime drama, you know, fast talking crime dramas basically. Yeah, right. Um now this is like this is like cheap imitation of like a three hundred million dollar movie. Mm-hmm. But so even a cheap imitation is still gonna be like a hundred and fifty million plus. Yeah, right. So <laughs> but it just I mean the opening scene of this trailer is um Chiwetel Ajayafor giving Mark Wahlberg this like test. Yes. And it's just, it, it is like every Christopher Nolan movie. Except well, he walks in with like a samurai sword, too. Yeah, right. Like he yeah. walks in with a katana. It's like a giant sword. And slams it on the table. Yeah, and Wahlberg's He's got this just sitting there annoyed. Really like, bad accent. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, it's just, it's so much like, okay, this whole like metaphysical espionage kind of mm-hmm. um, thing that Nolan invented, basically, and yeah. perfected. And can only do because only he is that obsessed with time yeah. that he would come up with this many ways that time can be, <laughs> you know, a tool of spycraft, right, um, or whatever manipulation or you know anything. But um, but yeah, so this it seems like just yeah they're reaching real hard mm-hmm. with this reincarnation thing it, it, it is what it apparently is about. The word gets mentioned. They don't ever really explain to you what's going on here, but. Um, but anyway, that was my first impression when I saw it. It was just like, oh, wow, this is the most obvious, mm-hmm. like, Nolan wannabe that I think I've seen yet. Okay. And okay. holy shit, is it bad. <laughs> it's so much worse than I, like, expected. I figured, like, you know, his budget level that he worked at sort of was like a, uh, you know, that alone would be a barrier to any, like, real imitators. Fuqua? Of, uh, no, of Nolan. Oh, 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 okay. That, yeah, like yeah. nobody could even make a, a wannabe Nolan movie because mm-hmm. you still need that much money, you yeah. know. But pff, fuck, here we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just—I mean, it, it's—it looks like a huge, yeah, failure in that regard. <laughs> um, the uh, the thing that the thing that uh, Cheetah Will Ajayu for is like explaining to Mark Wahlberg in the beginning of this movie is is essentially the plot, like that, like Mark Wahlberg has a bunch of like has lived a bunch of different lives and has like been reincarnated or, or whatever. And that's what in this test he's trying to unlock. I think yeah. one of those identities. It's like, yeah, one of these, like something that used to belong to you, like in a past life. Right. You know, exactly. You should recognize it. And so like, uh, the, you know, the big, the big sort of, uh, I don't know, tag of the trailer is, uh, uh, a saying like, you're like, you're an infinite, Right, mm-hmm. like you're you're an infant. It kind of reminded me of that moment in uh, Harry Potter when Hagrid's like, "You're a wizard, Harry." <laughs> yeah. Like that's what I got. That's what I get every time. I'm just like, "Oh, this is just some wizard shit." Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, Except wizard is a word that actually like means something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> infinite just saying is like, you're an infinite is like. So what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So just before before we continue with the trailer, yeah. I, I looked it up, and this movie uh, is based off a book called. The reincar the reincarn reincarnationist papers reincarnationist papers yeah, uh, and this is the plot of the the book. Okay, the plot of the book is found in Rome twenty years ago. The reincarnationist papers follows Evan Michaels, a troubled young man who struggles with having memories from two other lives, believing that he is the only one in the world burdened with other people's complete memories. Nearly leads to his self destruction until he meets a mysterious w- woman named Poppy. She understands Evan's struggle because she is exactly like him, only she remembers seven lives. Poppy changes Evan's world forever when she invites him into a centuries-old secret society of 28 others who are like them and realize that he is not alone. The reincarnationalists, (laughs) collectively known as the... I, I can't even pronounce this word. <laughs> I can't. This is how this is how asinine this shit is. Uh, Cognomenia. I don't know. Uh, recall all their past lives and experiences and find one another over and over again with each new incarnation. But to become part of the secret group, Evan must first prove that he is truly one of them. 
Now, you said, oh, shit. You said that you got heavy Chris Nolan vibes from this. Want to be Chris Nolan vibes. Want to be Chris Nolan vibes. Yes, this is. I got heavy uh, Timor Bekamatov wanted vibes from this movie. Sure, yeah. I was like, for me, like, this movie feels like it fits in the wanted universe. Like, (laughs) I'm almost hoping that, like, somewhere in the background, someone's hidden the loom of fate, Mm -hmm. you know, in the back somewhere. (laughs) Because in, in wanted. You know, where you can bend a bullet the way they get, yeah. the way they get, uh, you know, names of people to assassinate is by a loom. Mm-hmm. Imperfections right. in a loom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, I'm also getting really like, uh, we just watched, uh, which will come up in a later podcast. We just watched all the Fast and Furious movies recently. So <laughs> the the opening the opening interrogation, which leads to a car coming through the wall and then driving a car chase through you yeah, know an office building, building yeah. like just I got very heavy like Fast Five yeah. vibes from it of like you know this whole thing. I mean, this whole movie looks like an algorithm. Ooh, it's no like a good point. Yes. This is popular, and this is yes. popular, and this is popular. <laughs> yeah. So put these three things together right. and do a Nolan-ish, Fast and Furious-inspired, Mark Wahlberg-starring, uh, Fuqua-directed, you know, action, high-concept sci-fi action piece, you know, yeah, or something. Right. It's like it just sounds like a computer spit that out, or yeah. or a Hollywood executive. It's you know, who was just looking at the box office for last year and was like, well, I mean, this, this, and this. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Let's just combine all these it's movies. Pretty much how it goes. Yeah. And then they came across a book that had, you know, enough of a story that they could take <laughs> and then throw away the stuff that was inconvenient to these particular objectives. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, I was going to say just like, in even in the trailer, like there's, I, I don't see a single original thought in the entire trailer. Like every shot I've seen before, every mm. action beat mm. I've seen before, every concept they're introducing I've seen before. Yeah, yeah. It's just there's not. And then hearing the whole synopsis that you just like laid out from the book was like, this is, I mean, this is like almost every fantasy, young adult fantasy like series that is that comes out nowadays. That's the storyline. Right. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was only me. Oh no, there's others, and <laughs> we have a secret society, and it like. <laughs> Fuck. (laughs) I I could not think of a more boring fucking way to try to get somebody into a movie. Like any of what's being presented here. I mean, the more I hear of it, the more I'm just like running in the opposite direction as fast as fucking possible. This is just I mean, it's it's not only just like the movie doesn't look like a good movie in really any way to Mm -hmm. me, but just the, what it stands for as well, as far as just being another like, yep, we're constantly just like we are literally recycling the same story and just trying to find different skins to put on it. Right. You know, and like that constitutes originality now instead of like people complain about reboots or remakes and stuff like that. And they're like, OK, well, what if we remake it, but we call it something different? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> seemingly right. become the solution instead of just like, what about some fucking original movies? Like, <laughs> Just please, can we fucking do instead of constantly trying to find ways to get around it, you know, Mm -hmm. get around the fact that people, oh, they're sick of reboots and they're sick of remakes. And it's like, well, you're no, they're not because you're still feeding them to them just with a different wrapper around it now and they're eating it up. So that's not what they're sick of, Mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, it's it's really disheartening. So what's the (laughs) let me let me ask you this. So, like, you know. If if Nolan is up top, right, and this this infinite you know trailer and movie is like you know bottom of the barrel, yeah. <laughs> what's the uh, like? Is there a middle ground for you where a, original and maybe something familiar kind of like mm-hmm. meets and like you are like uh, entertained, like you know like uh, uh, like mentally like you're you know stimulated, yeah. but also you're like you know what that was a fucking good time. I've seen. Some of this stuff before in other movies, but it was yeah. executed in a way that was, you know, felt fresh. You know, yeah. is there like a movie that I, you can think of? I feel like it's just like other Nolan movies that aren't Tenet. Like Tenet is the craziest. Yeah, by right, far. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> it's the most <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. It's everything I ever wanted from that movie. Yeah. It's, I, I can't I can't even begin to explain how perfect I think that movie is. Right. <laughs> but, 
But I feel like the other one, like, you know, like Inception and stuff like that. Okay. And, and um, I mean, Memento was really, really high concept, too, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, you know, it had some familiar, like, noirish kind of underpinnings and stuff. But, you know, mm-hmm. the structure alone was so much for people to deal with. You know? Right, right. But, I mean, you know, like, Inception did such, I feel like that's why that one was so successful. Mm-hmm. Probably, you know, in some ways is, is still the kind of um, movie that's, like, most associated with Nolan's name. Yes, uh, you know his inception, yeah. and and I think because it was it blended those things so perfectly, it was like yeah. this really high concept shit, but also it was like a fucking James Bond movie, yeah, um, you know. Yeah, that's and, true. Um, so yeah, he did such a good job of bringing both of those things to the table, and um, I, yeah, I, I have a hard time thinking of anybody who's um, blended those two worlds better, you yeah, know, or even in like a comparable way, right? Yeah, right. Usually, it's it's kind of got to be. A little more like one or the, one other. Or the other. Yeah, that's fair. No, <laughs> you yeah. know, Vill, like Villanueva is getting in, in. He's kind of in the same boat, mm. like Sicario. You know, I would oh say yeah, that's like true. You know, right, it's a, it's a cartel movie. Straight it is. Up, but yeah, holy shit, there's a lot more going on there. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, and then you know he's doing big properties like Blade Runner and Dune that certainly have action element. Well, Blade Runner has almost none. But yeah, right, right. <laughs> Dune will certainly certainly has a, a fair number more action beats mm-hmm. than than the Blade Runner story does. And um, I feel like he's going to be able to bring that similar kind of quality to it. Yeah. 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 But I wouldn't even put that like between I put that right on Nolan's level. Just no. Yeah. 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 I was just trying to think yeah. of like a, I feel like this kind of it's an interesting question, though. I never I f- really thought about that. I feel yeah. like this kind of movie is a movie like I, I watch like a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. So like for me, I'm oh. actually which one? Deja Vu. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Yes, that's dude. Yes, that's dude. Okay, good. Deja vu. Uh, Denzel Washington, Tony Scott movie. That's the movie that Jorian's referencing. Man, I gotta rewatch that. I haven't watched that in a while. Fuck. I was, I was like kind of thrilled when I found out what I didn't. I had actually had no clue what the movie was about. Oh, and when so I, like they got into that room and like. I was just like, oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Let's do all of this. Denzel. Uh, I was like, I give it 20 minutes before Denzel starts telling all these guys how to do their jobs. Yeah. And it was, yeah, right. it was 10. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's a good middle. I like that. That's a really good one. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. And also, it's you know, it's weird relationship to Tenet as well. With yeah, it being Denzel's son, right? That was in you know the 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 time bender the time to bo- beat yeah. all time benders. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I feel like uh, okay. Well, like the first time I watched this trailer, I was just laughing because <laughs> of just how like ridiculous it is, you know, like. Um, and then the more and more I've watched it, like the more and more I'm just kind of like, this is. I'm thinking to myself, like, is this movie up my alley? Is this, <laughs> is this what like I'm in for now? Because like I think I might actually, you know, free trial Paramount <laughs> Plus and put this on and just see what happens. <laughs> like, I, I and I say that only because like, I first of all I understand like just the the sheer audacity of just this movie existing, the trailer, you know, mm-hmm. everything about it. Like it's just it's presented to. Like the masses is like, look at this cool thing of like, you know, multiple personalities or reincarnation or all this other kind of stuff. Right. And like, uh, I also kind of think that the, uh, Chidawell, a Geoforce character, like in the beginning, I feel like he's actually trying to get a personality out of Mark Wahlberg that (laughs) he knew from a past personality. So like, there's gotta be like tons of these kinds of conversations Mm -hmm. happening in this movie where (laughs) it's just like, <laughs> Where, like, Are I'm not sure you don't remember my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care about the action. I'm like, give me, give me Wahlberg acting. Like, I, there was clearly an Aztec warrior in his fucking vision. Yeah, that happened, right. and I was like, there's no way. Like, <laughs> you guys are gonna go there, really? <laughs> But um, well, I'm guessing it's going to be like a soul transference. Like he didn't always look like Mark Wahlberg. Like in other lives, he could he would have been a totally different person. It's like yeah, he's just reincarnated into a new body. Right, right. Um, whatever that body be. So yeah, no, I thought the same thing. I was like, no, 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 they're not going to do Mark Wahlberg in like Aztec face paint. They're going to yeah. have like a, <laughs> you know, someone from South America playing that character from that incarnation of his soul or whatever it ends up being. His infinite. Yeah, which is apparently kept in really neat little 
plastic boxes or something. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you know, production design. What's up? Um, yeah, and only I like I think about. I also thought about while watching this trailer, like the movie Wanted. I was actually kind of surprised that like someone like Vin Diesel isn't starring in this movie because yeah. this kind of feels like up his alley. Mm-hmm. But kudos to him. Wasn't Bloodshot kind of? Wasn't that like a rank? He kept coming back from the dead. Uh, yes, but there's kind of like a nice little like B movie action twist to it that mm-hmm. kind of makes that movie enjoyable. Yeah, right. Uh, and it happens like in the first know, like thirty minutes of the movie, okay. which is pretty nice, you know. And it's just like, oh, okay, like because the trailer to Bloodshot makes makes it seem like, yeah, we're just bringing this guy back from the dead, right. you know, which you know is kind of what's happening. But uh, there's some shady shady goings on with the yeah. reasons behind it, which is like. Oh, okay, you know. Uh, but, yeah, no, uh, like Bloodshot. Also, it reminded me a lot of The Last Witch Hunter, which Vin oh, Diesel okay. yeah. was the starring. <laughs> you're, so you're getting heavy, heavy Vin vibes. I'm getting heavy Vin vibes, yeah. but I'm actually kind of glad he's not in this because I feel like his movie to to do this kind of infinite thing where, like, I've, I've you know, I'm, like, immortal mm-hmm. almost was, was The Last Witch Hunter. Okay. Like, in that movie... He was fucking immortal and yeah. like you know was cursed and you know all this kind of shit. So like kind of done with that, you know, which is good. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> tried it, didn't it didn't take. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, like uh, I, I totally get all your points about like about the trailer and just like how bad it looks and everything. But also at the same time, I'm like, I'll watch it. Yeah, I, I know, and that's, you know, and that's what's so dangerous about it. Yeah, it right. It seems so harmless, yeah. you know, but it's like, no, but you keep watching it, and they'll keep making it. Yeah. Like, that's the problem. <laughs> that's exactly what they're hoping for, is everyone's going to go like, oh, okay, I'll do the free trial for this. Right. And then they get this, like, giant uptick, and however, you know, whatever, like, a third of those people are just going to, like, forget to cancel it or whatever. And yeah. They yeah. get a month, and they can... but. You know, also, there's, an, I'm sure, enough people that'll see, like, one or two other things on there. They're like, oh, I kind of like that show. I mean, it's only five bucks, you know. And, right. and then all of a sudden, like, we have just, like, with our money, told Paramount Plus that, like, Infinite is a success. This mm-hmm. is the movie we want to see. Please make more like this. Do you think, <laughs> do you think that, uh, you know, because leading up to you and I talking about this trailer and everything, we were talking about, like, the HBO Max stuff and yeah. just like movies, movies during this past year, you know, quarantine, uh, released during quarantine and like COVID and everything like that. Like how a lot of them were just like really bad. Like they yeah. were not good movies. Like, you know, yeah, end of I, sentence. I, like, I, yeah. I think even, even without COVID, like, yeah. I think 2020 would have been a really <laughs> not great year no. at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I I wonder if like the pool now with um, I wonder now with HBO Max having put <clears throat> uh, their whole 20, 2020, 2021 slate is just twenty twenty or yeah right or yeah so well through twenty twenty one so yeah. I don't know if this was all stuff that was supposed to come out last year yeah. or that all got pushed back or if some of it was scheduled for this year or what but yeah. Um, that it's still continuing to be put on, you know, HBO Max. Like as we're recording right now, like the third Conjuring movie is in theaters now, mm-hmm. but it's also on HBO Max. I think I read that they actually just doubled down on Dune also and said, no, even though theaters are like open, right. and people are we're still doing it's it doing same it. day. Yeah. 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 Um, I wonder if like uh, I would love to talk to somebody who I don't know is the head or in charge of like one of the streaming services and I wonder if the pull now for studios to like put a movie to a streaming service is not necessarily because like oh well you know it's not really going to do that great so let's put it to here so that more people can see it but there's just more of a there'll be more of a press for people to be like oh this is actually like a good movie Mm-hmm. right like we're we're like putting it to the to the service so <coughs> that we can have more people say like it's a good movie that's why we're putting it on the service yeah and not because like they're just dumping it like like jan like september is like dumping ground usually for right. like movies even on theaters and stuff like so like i'm just wondering like do you like do you think maybe like that's more of the reason yeah it's hard to say i mean there's a, there's i'm sure there's a ton of reasons yeah, right. yeah but uh, you know i keep thinking too that like a big one of them is just people are willing to be more lenient if they just watch it at home on a streaming service it's not as big of a deal yeah as if they're like going to the theater paying to park buying tickets buying concessions it's a whole night yes if the movie's not entertaining you're fucking pissed 
Right. You know? Right. And then you're like, that movie sucked. But, you know, if you just watch it at home and whatever, it's on in the background. Yeah. You like Mark Wahlberg enough. I've, you know, it wasn't that interesting. So I made a sandwich or whatever. You know, I was looking <laughs> at shit on my phone. And then I was like, oh, cool. Here's an action scene again. And then yeah. at the end of the day, you're like, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, in the movie theater, you're like, this is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> God, I hate those moments. Yeah. So yeah. then, you know, and then as a result, people go, oh, hey, that was okay. You right. Know? I mean, shit. I got to watch like a brand new big budget action movie with Mark Wahlberg at home. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's still kind of a novelty, I feel like, for people too. And there's just, you know, there's some like goodwill to be purchased with that. Right. You know, and I feel like it's, it's, you know, probably stuff that they probably know isn't all that great to begin with. <laughs> maybe, maybe starts to look a little better if we've kind of, you know, opened mm-hmm. the doors to it like this rather than forced everyone to like, you know, I haven't been to a theater in 15 months. This was my first time out and the movie was terrible. You know, like people, there's, People are not going to be happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure it's a real big balancing act with, you know, all of that stuff. I'm sure there's, ma- of course, major financial considerations. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it seems like really everyone is trying to buy market share right now. You mm-hmm. know, like like the big studios. Yeah, I mean, it's not, especially like the streamers now, too. I mean, they have so much money. But it's like they, yeah, they, they don't, I mean, yes, they need to continue profiting, but what's way more important for them is to buy more people, is to buy more eyeballs, right, you know, exactly. and that's really yeah. what they're spending money on. It's yeah, not yeah. on movies. It's not on art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's on getting more subscribers because mm-hmm. they just want that market share. That's the most valuable thing of all. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that's a big part of it. Now, you know, I'm sure like part of it too is like, it's, you know. For, we'll see how it plays out in the long run, but I'm sure HBO Max kind of set a little bit of a standard, and and Disney, you know, mm-hmm. with like making this this stuff available at home, and it's like Paramount Plus is gonna kind of look like they're stuck in the dark ages if yeah. they don't have similar offerings, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure they had to kind of come in aggressively with like no premium or anything like Paramount Plus. You can watch this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm sure they're taking a hit on it, and I'm sure anybody who's got profit participation is not fucking happy about it, Mm-mm. but. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I'm guessing all of this stuff is this huge. There's like seven balls they're trying to. Yeah, right, right. Now, right. This was the move they came up with. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. had a very uh, um, uh, Cloverfield Paradox vibe to me. Totally. You know, like <laughs> I thought to myself, like, holy shit, this movie's coming out in like less than two weeks. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that that's also like probably part of my like. I use the word excitement very loosely, uh, you know, <laughs> about it. Uh, but like, that's part of my excitement about you know the the trailer and and the movie is that like, I am going to be able to get get to see it like you know at home for like maybe a trial or five ninety nine. I was looking up what like a basic subscription to Paramount Plus is, and it's like it's like five ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So in the back of my head, yeah, like you're right, like, like yeah, I'll pay that and make a sandwich and yeah. you know just Five sit bucks, there whatever. and yeah, whatever, six bucks, yeah, you know that's the I'm I'm fine with that. It's nothing, right? I and piss six bucks <laughs> <laughs> every morning. I just take six dollars and I put it in the toilet and I piss on it. <laughs> there you go, Paramount Plus <laughs> <laughs> subscription renewed. Um. But yeah, I don't know. There's a, uh, it's interesting. It is going to be very interesting to see like where all, uh, what more will come to like Paramount Plus or like any of the other streaming services. Universal seems to still be doing pretty good. Like very early on in the, when the theater shut down, they had that like, like AMC was like, we're never playing a Universal movie again. Like fuck them because like they put Trolls World Tour mm-hmm. like straight right, to VOD yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And then like a couple weeks later, they they reached an agreement, which is still uh, in place to like have a first theater run yeah. and for three weeks, three and weeks, then it goes right. to VOD for premium, which seems to still be working pretty well. Like, that seems totally fair. Yeah, yeah. It, and like theaters still get the first run for the first three weeks. I mean, usually depending on what the movie is, like 
you probably have at best like a month to sort of like make your money back. Yeah. Or not because there's something coming else, something yeah. else coming out. But yeah. Three the weeks, next week. Like it's kind of done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so, I mean, that's what kind of happened with, uh, I know, um, I told you yesterday that I watched, you know, Spiral, the, mm-hmm. the new Saw movie. That's a Lionsgate movie. I, I can't remember if like Lionsgate, uh, if like Universal also like distrib- like puts out Lionsgate or not, but mm-hmm. Lionsgate movies or not. But, you know, that, that movie came out in early May, May 14th. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it just, this just past went week, up went up for premium VOD for the $20. So mm. I'm, I think it's that's in... a little over two weeks. Yeah, like yeah. that's like two and a half. So I don't know yeah, what... Close to three. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that's still under the like universal umbrella. I thought it, I thought it, mm-hmm. I thought it might be because uh, I don't know any other studio that sort of like made that kind of deal right, or whatever. Yeah. But that still seems to be working out fairly well. Yeah, Warner you know? obviously was like, fuck you. Or <laughs> <laughs> day one. Yeah, right. <laughs> everywhere. Um. But yeah, no, it'll be interesting to uh, it'll be interesting to see you know where where all yeah. that stuff goes. Uh, man, I didn't even realize it just that just even occurred to me. It was like, man, even Netflix puts their movies out in theaters for one week, yeah, before they yeah. go on Netflix. It's yeah. like Warner is like has an even stricter fuck theaters policy than Netflix. <laughs> That's insane. I hadn't really thought about it like that because again, Warner, the brothers Warner used to be like. Yeah, the friends the of the filmmakers. Yeah, I mean, that's why Nolan worked with them, right, and, and right. Villeneuve. Like mm-hmm. they kind of were, you know, no studio is totally like no. Yeah, you get full control, you know, auteur filmmaking type deal. But um, but they were more so than most. Like yeah. really had a reputation for working closely with their filmmakers. Um, and then yeah, they just they did a hard one eighty. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, Netflix is really. Uh, Netflix has kind of really turned it around. Yeah, you know, they seem I, respectable. Now. They really, yeah, they really do. Like, I mean, I've seen so many articles on how, like, there's, I think, like, Netflix uh, probably, like, buys and produces or, like, co-produces, like, the most, like, foreign content, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like, in like in the world, yeah. you know, on top of being, like, here, Martin Scorsese, here's, you know, $300 million for the Irishman to, you know, create it how you want yeah and we'll we'll do film prints and we'll do exactly. you know like, like yeah. we'll and, we'll and do and the, roma yeah. like oh yeah right yeah, yeah and roma same. too like, yeah a, a who would have ever even funded that movie no, and then yeah. b who would have ever been like yeah we'll make a 70 millimeter print of that like <laughs> what <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right it's insane it'll yeah. play in three theaters maybe ever you know yeah and like right exactly <laughs> there's yeah we can do that for you insane it's amazing yeah no they do some they, they do some pretty respectable stuff <laughs> gotta say uh let's talk mark Wahlberg. yeah we gotta talk let's get into talk turkey here <laughs> let's let's get into mock because I've, I've watched some mark Wahlberg movies yeah recently without knowing that this movie was coming out so yeah it felt kind of like the perfect storm of and, <laughs> like he's one of these guys that it's it's so weird. like he still looks young for the most part yeah. and he's been famous for my entire life yeah like he was Marky Mark. Yep. I remember. I mean, I was single digit age. Were you down with the Funky Bunch? He was fucking running around <laughs> with his underwear sticking out. <laughs> yeah, getting those good vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and you know, time and time again, like does things that you kind of laugh off. Mm-hmm. Like when he started acting, you were like, <laughs> "This Marky guy." Mark. Yeah. <laughs> and then Boogie Nights comes out, and you're like, "Give this man an award." Yeah, right. Like, exactly. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and Departed, like, he's had several really good roles that he's done. Yeah. And, yeah. No, he's, he's one of those guys that, I don't know, he seems to be able to continually kind of defy the odds and seems to be like a pretty genuinely talented guy. <laughs> um, he had a pretty good, uh, he had a pretty good run. It looks like yeah. his first major movie was uh, Fear. Oh, yeah. 1996. Nicole Forever. Yeah. And then uh, that was 96. The year after 97, it was Boogie Nights. It's unbelievable. Crazy. What? Crazy. P.T. Anderson was, well, oh, that was, the, he, rec- uh, Wahlberg was recommended to P.T. Anderson. Oh, for okay. For Boogie Nights. I think it was, he wanted DiCaprio oh, to play Dirk Diggler. All right. And I'm pretty sure, if I remember this right, I, what I read was DiCaprio, uh, I think, I can't remember if he turned it down or if he couldn't do it because of like scheduling. Uh huh. But he really liked the script, and he recommended Wahlberg for the role. Huh. And then P.T. Anderson, I think, was kind of like, really? Yeah. And I guess auditioned him or something and was like, this is the guy. Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, And then he does uh, Three Kings, 1999. 
Perfect Storm in 2000. Here's where we get a little. <laughs> 2001. In in this year, Planet of the Apes and Rockstar comes out. Oh, Rockstar. Yikes. Uh, 2003, he does The Italian Job, which I'm still a fan of. I that's feel like fun. that's a pretty good serviceable action movie remake. Yeah, it was enjoyable. I, I haven't watched it like since then, but I remember yeah, watching same. it and being like, yeah, it was fun. Uh, 2004, he does I Heart Huckabees. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 2000, 2005 for the next, let's see, one, two... Eh, maybe like two years he's got like a pretty good run yeah. so 2005 he does four brothers which i oh, really yeah. like four brothers a lot john singleton movie mm-hmm. it's basically like a western yeah uh if nobody's ever seen it highly recommend it it's really good also uh cheddar will a geo4 is the bad guy in that movie oh nice yeah <laughs> it's all coming back it's yeah. all coming around when infinite I, uh, uh when i was living in boston i'll make this quick yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, no, when I was fine. living in Boston, I worked at GameStop, uh, and this guy I worked with named uh, Rue Flanagan. Okay. Uh, his aunt was a woman named Fanula Flanagan, who's an actress, uh-huh. and she was the mom in Four Brothers who got killed. <gasps> really? That they were avenging. Yeah. It was, no. So, and Rue got to go to the uh, rap party for the movie. <laughs> Because it was in Boston, yeah, and we were living there at the time, and so she had come into town, and all the cast members were there and stuff, and um, he got to go with her too as her guest, you know, to to the rap party for it, which he said was really cool. But he said it was it was actually the scene from Zoolander where you just keep going into smaller and smaller like <laughs> back rooms, uh-huh. and he was like, I, it's at, it, like that literally happened. <laughs> we went through like three more private clubs to get to the oh most private club. God. <laughs> Where we were actually having the party, and he was like, and then you walked in, and like Mark Wahlberg standing right there, and like everybody yeah. from the film. Oh, that's awesome! Um, yeah, he said it was it was super cool. But yeah, his aunt, she was she also played um, Data's mom on Star Trek: Next oh, Generation. Okay. Um, What's your name again? Rue Rue Ru, Flanagan. Rue Flanagan. Yeah, Ru Flanagan. her name was Fanula. 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 Okay. Yeah, and I think she was in the others also with Nicole Kidman. Oh, okay. I don't remember uh, her in that. I remember the movie. I just don't yeah. remember. Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, all right. So so the rabbit. So he does Four Brothers in two thousand five. Two thousand six is Invincible and The Departed. Uh, two thousand seven is Shooter and We Own the Night. I remember not really liking We Own the Night. I never saw it. Uh, two thousand eight is The Happening and Max Payne. Oof. You know, man, when when Wahlberg strikes out, he goes hard. Yeah, it's hard, like. <laughs> I mean, that was going to be the caveat is like, yeah, he can be really good, but he's definitely one of those guys who seems to be like, he's as good as the material he's given. Then he does, uh, the fighter in 2010, Mm. uh, 2012 was, I feel like the start of funny Mark Wahlberg with Ted. Oh yeah. Right. So he does a lot more like comedy type of movies. Funny Mac, uh, funny Mac and, uh, pain and gain, two guns, lone survivor, Transformers, The Gambler. I might, I might want to revisit The Gambler. I'm not gonna lie. We <laughs> yeah. should, we should do it. I didn't see it. It's pretty something. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Ted Two, Daddy's Home, Patriots Day. Then we get into Peterburg territory oh, here. Yeah. And then rough. we're on the Peterburg train. So I don't know. I mean, not overall, I remember train. like w- growing up, I I would definitely go see like a Mark Wahlberg movie. Yeah. Like no matter what it was, like I like seeing him. You know, I like. My Mark Wahlberg, I think, is the Four Brothers Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. I love him in that movie. I feel like that is, I feel like that's peak Wahlberg. Oh, okay. It's Four Brothers. Mm. You know, everything else, like, I'm good with. You know, now I have recently seen, you know, Boogie Nights. And he's, yeah. he's incredible in that yeah. movie. It's <laughs> kind of, it's kind of crazy where he's at right now. Like, not in a bad way, but like, I'm, I'm kind of bummed that I don't think he's done anything like to the level of like, you know, push myself and sort of mm-hmm. like a, uh, 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 like pushed himself as an actor so much, like yeah, he has right. done with what, that he did with like Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like the the point I'm trying to make. But but yeah, for me, like it's it's just like Four Brothers. Now that I, I kind of ran through that list, yeah, yeah, that's that's my peak <laughs> peak Wahlberg for me is there. Nice. Yeah. I never saw that, but I I love him in The Departed. Also, that's yeah, kind of he's and great. That was like same era, yeah, and kind of. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a real pleasure. No, I I agree. I was like after a certain point, it was kind of one of those things that was 
I totally forgot about the fact that it was like it seemed like a joke at first that he was going to start acting. You know. Yeah. Right. All of a sudden, it was like, oh, Mark Wahlberg's in it. Oh, cool. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, Boogie Nights as your second movie was a you know it's a pretty fucking strong argument for mm-hmm. why you should exist as an actor. Yeah. You know, to have under your belt so quickly. Um, so yeah, and I did. I didn't see Boogie Nights like right when it came out. It was like maybe a year or so later or something like that. I didn't see it in the theater, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I really wish I did. But um, uh, so yeah, so it was even a little bit later for me that I kind of was like, wait a second, this guy might actually have something. You yeah, know? yeah. Do you think? Um, so there's a scene in Boogie Nights that I'm a big fan of. I know, I know, I told you a lot of. I know we talked about yeah. this already, but is it every scene in the movie? It is. <laughs> but my favorite scene is when. Uh, the three of them, him, John C. Riley, and Thomas Jane, are just like coked out of their minds, and they go to the drug dealer Alfred Molina. Yeah, and there's just this random guy in the corner who's like blowing off fireworks, fireworks and stuff yeah. like that. Like, do you think using Boogie Nights as like an allegory for Mark Wahlberg's actual career? Mm-hmm. Do you think he's in that room now? <laughs> or has he survived that room like he does, spoiler alert, in Boogie Nights? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like. I think, I think he finds himself back in that room every <laughs> few years, to be honest. <laughs> he's so far managed to continually make it out. But, I, you know, every five years, I feel like he kind of has to, he has to go back in there. And that's kind of, now that you bring it up, I kind of feel like I kind of want to. <laughs> The infinite trailer, all the shots of him sitting there just on the other side of the table. Oh, yes. Cut that into the scene in Boogie Nights. So good. The kid throwing the fireworks and he's just like. (laughs) Because that's, I mean, yeah, that's like one of my favorite parts of of that movie is Boogie Nights as well. Yeah. Especially that part when they, you know, they just, there's a part in that scene where they just cut to Wahlberg and the camera just just sits on him for like a minute. And it's like everything's just happening around him. And yeah. he's like com- obviously completely has lost control of the situation. Uh-huh, you know? uh-huh. Yeah. And it's great. And yeah, now like cutting cutting him <laughs> behind that table in the infinite trailer into that moment would fit in perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> With Yeah. Not only just as an edit, like from a, you know, joking standpoint, but also, yeah, probably as a reflection of, yeah, you know, and, and I would I would then... I would do this mashup of that trailer and that scene from Boogie Nights, and then I would call it Steven Soderbergh's Ocean's 12 Wahlberg edition. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That's some infinite talk right there. Ocean, Ocean's 12 <laughs> Ocean's 12 <laughs> Yeah. See, now we're getting infinite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I thought I th- when I was thinking about you know recording with you, I was thinking a lot about Boogie Nights and that 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 scene. I was just like, man, like he's he's hit rock bottom as an adult film star in that movie, mm. you know. And it's like, where do you go from here? And I was just like, I wonder how many times Wahlberg has been in this room, <laughs> yeah, right. like you know, literally <laughs> with some random dude shooting off fireworks, Michael Bay, mm-hmm. and just yeah. you know, like some producers trying to sell him a movie. <laughs> he knows he knows he's holding a bag of flour laxative or whatever <laughs> um i i think i'm definitely gonna get paramount plus and, and watch this yeah, figure. <laughs> i think it's i Just mean make sure you invite everyone else over oh, so, I will. so you're there, the only one who has to do it yeah yeah, yeah. That'll, there's that'll there's definitely gonna be an invite yeah, yeah i mean i'm <laughs> totally getting Sean downstairs. Yeah, like, let's, right. let's do this. I just don't want like, Creech and Emma to be like, oh, why don't we do this free trial? It's like, no, 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 just, just watch it with Bobby. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. will be fine. It's just going to go out on the... <laughs> yeah, hey, the theater this week is playing Infinite <laughs> right. one time, okay? <laughs> there will be one screening on 7 p.m. Yeah. On Saturday, yeah. Uh, there was a movie, I know we were talking about Netflix, but there's one more I wanted to like throw out there. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know in the beginning of this, you know, uh, you were mentioning like Christopher Nolan, but I was also talking about how like, you know, this movie just it gets made a lot. This this idea of like, oh, this secret society, and you know, they've been around for a thousand years, and this like small little detail is what makes it different from the thirty other movies that are exactly like this. Yeah. But there's a movie that Netflix produced called The Old Guard with oh, Charlize yeah. Theron mm-hmm. that, that came out. Did you guys watch that or no? No. Okay. Um, I watched it. I actually really liked it for, and it was based off a graphic novel. So technically, I guess it's like a superhero uh, adaption. Yeah. But um, 
a lot more of a dramatic movie than like a balls out like action movie spectacle right and given the premise of that movie which is like Charlize and the group of people that she's with her little group you know they've all been alive for thousands and thousands of years they're immortals but they like hide themselves and so there's this like the premise of it is that they're um this one job that they go on was a setup for them to be recorded as they're like all shot up and then they they come back to life so they've been so careful and then uh, there's a girl uh, in the army who who gets shot and killed in action, and she comes back to life. And only Charlize and her little group, like they each get like images of this girl, and so they want to go find her because mm-hmm. this is the first time in like hundreds of thousands of years that they've had this experience where somebody new is is now like an immortal that they have to and they don't know how long it lasts because over the years like people who in their group who have been immortals like they end up just one day dying like Mm -hmm. they get shot and it just doesn't heal and then they you know suffer and, and die or whatever so but like the direction of that movie like the premise alone just sort of sounds like it would look something like infinite but it's like way more of like a like a drama, okay. You know, like a char- like a, a character piece with ev- every now and then like a flourish of action here, mm-hmm. here or there, right? Um, whereas this movie is just like, let's drive some cars yeah, through it, a fucking, exactly. It's, let's drive some cars through an office building. <laughs> it's gonna. We were joking about it when we watched it just now. It's very much like the same approach that the uh, Ghost in the Shell live action. Oh, good point. Movie yes. took and and then the, that the movie Aquaman took, but like. Uh, like knowingly, yes, right, <laughs> was right. Doing it as a you know uh, sort of farcical element <laughs> to right. the film, uh, whereas Ghost in the Shell didn't seem to realize what it was doing, which is like any time things started to get remotely philosophical or like the conversation elevated mm-hmm. even a tiny bit above like just pure exposition, yeah, a tank would just bust through the wall <laughs> and an action scene would start. Yes, and that's literally what this movie's doing in the opening. Right, <laughs> it's amazing. So it seems, yeah, it seems pretty obvious what this one's doing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we're going to get all sorts of, you know, fantasy mumbo jumbo about reincarnation and we'll learn all about this secret society and what they've been up to over the years. And Do you think any of the members of this secret society have been like famous people? Like, oh, for sure. Oh, like, is like, is like of one of yeah. them like Lincoln? Oh, that's going to be know? one of your favorite conversations in the movie. Oh, I can't wait, like, Dorian. Oh, you picked that gun? That's funny because you used to be John Wilkes Booth, motherfucker. Oh, you know, shit. or something. Like, it's <laughs> it's, it's 100% going to happen. And the movie is going to just be like winking at you fucking hard while it does it too. Like, uh, you get the, uh, uh. This, this movie would have like a very, very, very bad running joke about like, yeah, well, he killed Lincoln. <laughs> exactly. Oh, now I'm starting to hate it. I haven't even... I'm starting to hate it now. God damn Hey, it. as a black man, doesn't <laughs> yeah. that piss you off? <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, God, that's so terrible. Um, yeah, no. Um, there's a movie on Netflix now called Mile 22, mm-hmm. which, you know, before we wrap this up, yeah, ha- we, I have we have to mention. Yeah, I just want to say real quick on on Infinite that yeah, it, it seems the trailer does make it seem very obvious where this movie's going to head as far as like the balance between the the drama and the spectacle. Yes, I mean yeah, we introduce this like past lives thing, and then Wahlberg's driving a car backwards while firing out the window, you know, a gun and shit. So it's like okay, yeah, I, I feel pretty confident. That also for a secret society, like you guys aren't doing a very good job at keeping things secret. No, you guys are just like you know. A lot of very loud, yeah, uh, visible things happening. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like they're all walking around like they're Kardashians, you mm-hmm. know, walking, you know, doors opening, galas and shit, you know, like <laughs> secret guys. Yeah, secret, you yeah, know. So hard about that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yes, mile twenty-two. <laughs> mile twenty-two is uh, part of the Mark Wahlberg, Peter Berg uh, train of movies. Mm-hmm. Bergberg, uh, the Bergberg. And um, this movie's got a pretty great premise as well, but uh, it's executed very badly. But Mark Wahlberg is just on another another <laughs> level in this movie. This is, I think this is like Mark Wahlberg unchained. <laughs> I think this is Mark Wahlberg. He does not get out of that room with Alfred Molina. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think right. he's, Maybe he's... he didn't get out the last time. Yeah. He's trying sure with Infinite. Right. He he's, 
this might be his reassessment. He's trying to he's trying to get one of the past lives of Wahlberg back. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. (laughs) Which makes you know what I I give him that. Like I I mean I really enjoyed. I know you mentioned he did a shooter with Fuqua. Like I dug shooter. I thought shooter was a solid action flick. You know, Mm -hmm. um so. I don't know. While, you know, this trailer and the idea just, you know, sounds ridiculous, you know, I don't know. I, re- I dug equal- the first Equalizer movie. Like, yeah. if it's at least kind of yeah, up there, right, I'm yeah. okay with it. You know what I mean? I don't own Equalizer. I'll, I'll never probably own this, but, yeah. you know, who knows? Maybe it catches me on a good night. That <laughs> <laughs> seems like it would have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, before we started recording, we watched a uh, clip from... Uh, mile 22 in which Wahlberg, uh, you know, berates uh, uh, like an office worker on Hiroshima and the damage it created to, you know, thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. And like when it starts, you're kind of like laughing. But then by like the middle of it, you're like, how did we get to Wahlberg tearing he, into this person he's about still screaming? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, like, the whole rant starts because she's not doing something fast enough. And then he literally yells at her for, like, two straight minutes. Uh, and it's like, how do you right. think this is going to expedite anything? She's terrified right now. She's not working. She's not even working. She's looking at you like, oh. What a comparison yeah. to make. You're not fast enough. So let me tell you how fast the Hiroshima bomb just fucked yeah. a bunch of people up and how quickly that happened. It's going to happen with this oh. chemical agent that's now oh, out here. Yeah. God. And then like Ronda Rousey in the background just does like a quick Google search on, <laughs> <laughs> on like, <laughs> like nuclear fallout victims, you know, yeah, and their right. wounds. And it's just like flipping through photos of everything he's talking oh. about. Like your skin starts to melt off. She's like, oh, yeah, here's a photo. <laughs> <laughs> what is this scene? <laughs> but it's just it's it's amazing to try to write. I think you've perfectly done it because uh, in the text I said we we have to try to reckon with the fact that like the same man who's responsible for portraying Dirk Diggler yes is also responsible for this scene in Mile Twenty Two and like how do you square that circle? It's crazy. And I think you just did with this whole Alfred Molina uh, metaphor. Uh, it's not even metaphor. It's just what his life is apparently. That boogie nights. That boogie nights scene in that room, man. It just is. It's the, the fucking cube from Hellraiser. P.T. Anderson was prophetic <laughs> in that one. He wrote yeah. it. And Wahlberg, that's what that like, minute-long shot of Wahlberg is. It was probably like just not even while they were rolling the rest of the scene. Yeah. It probably P.T. Anderson just saw him sitting there. Wahlberg was realizing, holy shit, this is going to be the rest of my life. And they were like, roll the fucking camera. <laughs> <laughs> like, Don't no one's you cut away. Fucking do Don't cut <laughs> away. Oh, shit. No, yeah. That's, 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 that's solid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we've we've succeeded in our goal for today uh, today's episode. Then I think so. Yeah, we reviewed the trailer and we've successfully, you know, reckoned with Mark Wahlberg's career. And I want to watch Boogie Nights again. So yeah, same we're here. there. You know what I mean? Like we're back in that room. So good. Um, How much you bench? <laughs> <laughs> you tell first this time. <laughs> okay, same time. <laughs> um. Well, yes, overall, I, I will definitely probably be watching this movie. Dorian, as you know, you always have an open invitation yeah, thank you. to my couch we'll to see. watch. Hey, maybe it catches me on a good night. Whatever <laughs> garbage we're watching, you know. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, uh, we got some uh, pretty fun episodes coming up for the yeah. month and mm-hmm. stuff. And so I'm uh, going to try and be churning those out yeah. every week. The couch as well. is back. The couch is back. We're we are over, back. We're over the, the Snyder bump. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, thanks everybody for listening. And uh, Infinite comes out next week, June 10th, exclusively on, on Paramount Plus. Not an ad, but maybe give me a free subscription so I can watch this movie. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs>